Hello, you lovely lot. We're the Embers Collective, a storytelling and music group based in London, bringing you myths and folklore from around the world. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcasts. If you enjoy what you hear, follow the Embers Collective on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, where you can find out about our wonderful live events and much more. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and keep up to date with our stories. So come warm yourself by the fire, get comfortable and enjoy. This is a story about a poor musician and how he became the king of beers. In the town of Brabant, in the Netherlands, there lived a poor musician called Gambrinus. With nothing but the clothes on his back, a spare pair of pants and a guitar, he spent his days wandering from tavern to tavern, playing for some food, beer and a bed for the night. Although very poor, he was happy and would fall asleep every night thinking to himself, I'm full of food and drink, I have a bed and I get to watch people dance into my guitar. What more could I possibly want? One day, Gambrinus was busking in the square. As usual, his guitar bathed the townsfolk in glorious sounds without him even thinking about it. When suddenly, he was stopped mid-melody at the sight of the most beautiful girl he had ever seen walking across the square. His mouth hung open as she sexily strode past him. Who is that? He asked a passerby. Why, that's Lambrini, the daughter of the richest merchant in all of Brabant. <laughs> Don't even try it, son. You've got more chance of man landing on the moon. But Gambrinus was determined. Making his way across the Lambellini, playing the sweetest ballad his heart could conjure, he got down on one knee, and there and then he declared his love for her. Lambrini looked down at him, one eyebrow raised, pulling the face of a duck. Um, who do you think you are? I'm Lambrini, daughter to the richest merchant in all of Brabant, and you're just a poor musician. Don't even think about talking to me unless you're like a man of status or something. And with that, she sashayed away, closely followed by a gaggle of giggling girls behind her. Poor Gambrinus was dumbfounded, heartbroken. He hadn't thought anything of his status before. It was enough to see people enjoying his music. Now, however, he got no joy wandering from tavern to tavern, playing for his supper. When he went to bed, his head was no longer filled with happy thoughts. Instead, his mind jumped from Lambrini to himself, over and over, and bad thoughts that are left to twist and turn like knives soon fill the whole body. How do I become a man of status? That's the only way the lovely Lambrini would notice me. Then I could write her songs that would make her happy forever. I just... How do I become a man of status? As luck would have it, which is often the case in stories, word got round that the king was looking for a lord of music to compose for him and play in court and would hold a festival right here in Brabant to find the person. That's it, thought Gambrinus. A lord definitely has status. I'm by far the best musician around. All I need to do is smash the festival, become lord of music, marry Lambrini and live happily ever after. Simple. The day of the festival came, and Brabant was alive with folk from here, there and everywhere. On every corner there were musicians playing, food being cooked and beer being drunk. 
The town was screaming with sounds of dancing, playing, scoffing, swilling, laughter and chatter. Gambrinus was up next. He felt confident. The acts before were nothing compared to him and sure enough when he stepped on the stage, he did not disappoint the expectant crowd. Notes flung down from the sky above, bounced off his strings and out into the crowd, who whooped and cheered with delight. He played everything. Classical. Blues. Samba. Reggae. Stadium Rock. Early noughties indie. Even Garage. The crowd were loving it, and Gambrinus beamed as he saw hands raised in joy and feet pounding in the streets when, suddenly, in the crowd he saw her, Lambrini. One eyebrow raised, pulling the face of a duck, and Gambrinus, he faltered and jumped, and no matter what, he just couldn't, just couldn't play anything. He saw Lambrini walk away in disgust. The crowd began to get annoyed, then angry. They jeered and shouted at him, covering their ears to this awful sound. Some men who were over to watch a football match began chanting, England, 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 and started throwing chairs at the stage. The mob lost control. They began to scream and riot. Poor Brabant was destroyed, restaurants were smashed, shops looted, carts overturned and cows were raped. It was carnage. Poor Gambrinus was blamed for the whole thing and thrown in jail. Lying there, on his hard bed, he began to sob. Not only was he not a man of status, not only did Lambrini despise him, but now... He couldn't play anymore. He wasn't even a poor musician. He was a... nothing. He decided there was only one thing for him to do. Taking the shirt from his back, he tied one end round the bars and the other solemnly around his neck. Best not think, just do, he thought to himself. Eyes bulging his life being choked out from him, there was a sudden flash and a plume of smoke out of which stepped none other than the devil himself. Hey, Gambrinus, buddy, tell me why so sad. You've got a rope around your neck so I'm guessing things got bad Come sit with your old pal Lucifer And we can talk things through Let go of your poor little windpipe And I'll see what I can do
And so Gambrinus stopped hanging himself and told the devil his tale. How he'd seen Lambrini, how he wasn't a man of status, how he'd ruined the festival and how all the crowd got really angry about Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, the way I see it. Boom when your chest, so your love you confessed But you got disrespect, so you tried to impress With what you do best, but the set was a mess And you ruined the fest, and the crowd became stressed They began to aggress, Brabante got wrecked And despite your protest, in the jail you were left Oppressed, repressed, depressed When suddenly, the D-E-V-I-L is in your room and you've got a rope around your neck. Well, that's tough. That's rough. That's a real kick in the head. But instead of you choking yourself, my friend, I'll help you out instead. Tomorrow, when you leave here, you'll find a coin on the floor. Take it to a casino and you can turn it into more. The best way to get status is to have a lot of riches. Once Lambrini sees your sack of money, she'll be on you like bees to honey. That is how you make a girl swoon. Farewell, dear Gambrinus. I'll see you very soon. And with a puff of smoke, the devil was gone, leaving Gambrinus alone, shirtless, wondering what the hell just happened. Sure enough, the next day, as Gambrinus left the jail, his guitar was given back to him on the condition that he didn't play it anywhere in the city. He began to wander through the town, looking for somewhere to stay that night, but the people remembering the debacle of the festival booed and jeered him. Sadly, he moped through the streets, head bowed in rejection. On the floor, however, he spied a gold coin on the road. Feeling its weight in his hand, he remembered the devil's words and made his way to the casino. He set himself down at the poker table and as if by magic, every hand was a winner. Soon his coin became 10, then 50, then 100, then 200, then 500, and before he knew it, Gambrinus had 1,000 gold coins. He left the casino, hefting a bulging sack over his shoulder, a bottle of champagne in one hand and a cigar in the other. He quickly bought a new shirt and swaggered off to Lambrini's house. Kicking down her back door, he barged into the kitchen where Lambrini was sat. Slamming his huge sack down on the table, he pointed at it and said, There you go, Lambrini. What do you think of that? Lambrini, with one eyebrow raised, pulling the face of a duck, looked disapprovingly at Gambrinus. Um, Gambrinus, how shallow do you think I am? Money just doesn't give a man status, and who do you think you are smashing my back doors in? You've got no class, Gambrinus, no class. Get out. Don't even think about coming back till you're like a duke or something. Gambrinus left Lambrini's house, rejected once again. He decided there was nothing left for him in Brabant. The townspeople hated him. Lambrini thought nothing of him, and worst of all, he couldn't play his guitar. Taking one final look at his beloved Brabant, 
Gambrinus took off on the open road. However, as he came to a crossroads, just outside of town, there was a crack and a puff of smoke, and there, leaning on a tree stump, stood the devil himself. Hey, Gambrinus, dear friend, tell me why so sad. Did Lambrini not like your big sack of money? I thought it would make her glad. No, she didn't, Mr. Devil, said Gambrinus, and he went on to explain how he'd burst into her house and she'd thrown him out. Well, you can go smashing in people's back doors, especially that Lambrini, she's a classy broad. I know, I know, said Gambrinus. I just got carried away. I just wish there was a way that I could forget all about Lambrini. I can't play my guitar properly, I can't sleep properly, I can't think properly. I need a way of getting her out of my head. It's making me so miserable. All of a sudden, the devil produced a tankard of beer in the palm of his hand. Here, Gambrinus, my friend, have a drink on me. This beer is so strong it'll let your mind be free. You like it? Good. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to show you how to make your own devilish brew. You can set up a brewery. You'll be famous for your booze. And you'll forget all about the girl. Come on. What do you got to lose? So the devil gave Gambinus the secrets to making the finest beer ever tasted. And as they sat, drinking a pint, watching the sun put the day to bed, Gambinus smiled for the first time and said... You know what? I feel better already. Beer really does help you forget all your problems. Who'd have thought it? Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, buddy. That's good. That's real nice. But you gotta know that all of this comes at a real heavy price. In 30 years' time, when you will be at the happiest you've ever been, and you've forgotten all about me, I will come for you. In the dead of night, reach both my hands down your throat and drag your soul to hell. Thirty years? Yeah, that's loads of time. No worries, you got a deal, Mr. Devil. After shaking hands, the devil disappeared in a puff of smoke. The next day, Gambrinus set to work. With his money, he built himself a brewery on the edge of the city and began to make beer. He made porters, pilsners, stouts and ales, golden, dark, creamy and brown. He made it all. He even made a wine which he named after Lambrini, but it tasted bitter and foul, so he gave it to some teenagers to drink in a park. He had his beer. He had his brewery. He just needed people. He gathered as many of the townsfolk as he could and tried to get them to try some, but they refused, remembering him as the one who caused the riots. You're a gambrinus from the festival. There's no way we're drinking your beer, wanker. Gambrinus thought of what to do. He quickly grabbed his guitar and began to play, his fingers moving of their own accord across the frets as he strummed a tune, and sure enough, the townsfolk couldn't help but start to dance. On and on, their feet pounded the street into dust. They soon became exhausted. All right, Gambrinus, stop now. But Gambrinus wouldn't. Not until they were calling out for a drink where he gave each of them a pint of beer from which they drank deeply. As soon as the delicious liquid touched their lips, their eyes sprang wide with delight. They finished the tankards in one gulp and demanded more. 
and more. Soon, Gambrinus was famed for having the best brewskis in town and his bar was always full of merrymakers, laughing, joking and telling tales. Every night, Gambrinus would entertain them, playing music for them till they could dance no more. The brewers of Brabant all met one day to decide who could speak to the king for them. They needed a spokesperson to present their cause. They needed someone articulate, wise, forthright, diplomatic well-mannered, charismatic and experienced in politics. They decided that the best way to choose such a man was to hold a competition to see who could carry a full barrel of beer the furthest distance. It was only democratic. One by one, each of the brewers tried, but they could only manage a few metres, if that. Gambrinus stepped up. The others laughed, for he was small and skinny. However, he confidently strode over to the barrel and, taking a tap, hammered it into the bottom. He then lay beneath it and drank the entire contents. Drunkenly, with one eye rolling into the back of his head, Gambrinus lifted the barrel and zigzagged a full 50 metres before collapsing in a heap on the floor. The other brewers cheered and raised the paralytic Gambrinus on their shoulders and there, covered in vomit and piss, they crowned him Gambrinus, King of Beers! When Lambrini heard that Gambrinus had become so famous and a man of status, she waited for him to come and woo her once again. She waited, and waited, and waited. But he never showed. He must be so busy being the king of beers, he probably doesn't have time. I'll go down to his brewery. Once he sees me, he's bound to want me again. When Lambrini got to the brewery, the party was in full swing. She could barely move for the rowdy revellers who danced, laughed and snogged across the room. Stepping over unconscious drunkards and oblivious lovers, she finally found Gambrinus holding court with his guitar. She tried to get his attention. Ahem. Nothing. She tried again. Ahem. Still nothing. Only after she gave him a hard tap on his shoulder did he turn round, his nose rosy red, his bleary eyes taking her in. Can I help you? He slurred. Uh, Gambrinus, it's me, Lambrini, the love of your life. You smashed my back door in once, remember? Never heard of you. Want a drink? Lambrini, shocked left the scene humiliated, pulling the face of a very, very angry duck. Gambrinus shrugged and got back to his play. Years passed and he carried out his role as king of beer with gusto. One night, as Gambrinus let the final notes of his tune play out, he looked around the room, proudly. Empty tankards and bottles on every surface. The walls were covered in the graffiti and grime of countless rowdy nights. A bra hung limply from the chandelier, where the candles sputtered into smoke. The picturesque silence was punctuated by the drunken snores of scattered guests who slept soundly in puddles of their own making. It's perfect, whispered Gambrinus. But as he made his way to bed, there was a crack and a puff of smoke, and there, in the middle of the room, stood the devil himself. Hey, Gambrinus, buddy, glad to see you're well. Thirty years is up, my friend, and you're coming with me to hell. 
at all I've given you isn't the devil kind. But now I want your soul. I'm taking back what's mine. Before he could reply, Gambrinus felt the fiery fingers of the devil reaching down the throat, his hot hands grabbing at his soul. Gambrinus thought, desperately. Then it came to him. Quick as a flash, he grabbed his guitar and began to play. And sure enough, the devil couldn't help but move to the beat. His dancing feet went on and on. For days on end, Gambrinus played and he wouldn't let the devil go. Come on, Gambrinus, a deal's a deal, we made a deal. Please, you gotta let me take you back to hell. Please stop playing. No, said Gambrinus, not unless you let go of my soul, then I'll stop playing. Eventually, the devil had had enough. And with a gasp, he let go of Gambrinus's soul and promised that Gambrinus was safe. To show there was no hard feelings, Gambrinus gave the devil a barrel of beer, which sent him on his way very merrily. And so, Gambrinus lived for a hundred years, fat, drunk, and happy. Gambrinus, king of the beers! Gambrinus was written and performed by Sam Ricks. Music was composed and performed by Tim Karp. Gabriel Halas was the sound engineer. It was recorded live at Bally Studios. Bought you by the Ambrose Collective.